Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Saturday, gang, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily podcast. With me, of course, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we start today with the news that Manchester City are preparing to make a £100 million offer for the England and Aston Villa midfielder Jack Moneybags Greenish. Now, Villa are understood to have no intention of selling the captain and open talks on a new contract last week. Shortly, we'll hear from Simon Jordan, but here's Andros Townsend, who says that City will be unstoppable they managed to land him and Harry Kane in the summer. A high cross in, looking for Grealish! And Grealish has scored! And Aston Villa have two goals in two minutes! Jack Grealish to Manchester City is as good as done. That surprised me, that's a shock, but listen, City, they fell at the final hurdle in the Champions League and you know the ambition that the owners have, they're thinking, right, we need to spend the money, we need to go the extra distance and to make such a statement um, signing in Grealish so early in the window, I only I can only imagine what they're going to do next. And we've seen what, what, what's reported and who they want after that. So, yeah, it's going to be a busy summer for a Man City player. Listen, I know this is going to be an unpopular uh, analysis, <laughs> but I think Jack Grealish has been a big fish in a small pond because I think Grealish is a, is a, is a very good player. But I think, like most things in, in, in this country, the hyperbole that builds these players up to levels that they haven't quite mm. achieved at yet... Mm. Will precede him. Yeah, listen, I think he's a top player and I love, just absolutely love watching him. I think he'd be a perfect fit for Man City. He's someone who enjoys taking the ball, who uh, is confident. I just think he'll slip straight in there. Uh, if that is the case and he goes there, I think it's a great sign of the city. Greenwich with time rolls it for Douglas Louise and he's put it across the face of goal and there's Jack Grealish with his reward. Oh, he's so difficult. He's so strong on the ball. He gets the ball in areas. He drives his team up the pitch. He is a special talent. He's a dream teammate to play with because he just gets you out of so many situations when you're under pressure. The quality he's got you know, on the ball is, is scary. With Jack, I think, yeah, he, he's a top player and I think he deserves to play for a side that's going to win trophies. Untouchable. He's a special talent and he's dragged that Villa team up until up until the top half last season. So if they get Grealish, if they get Kane, the rest of us might sort of forget about it. Now, staying in the Premier League, the former Wolves boss Nuno Espirito Santo is now the latest manager to be linked to the vacant Spurs job. Don't laugh. We'll hear from former Spurs players Peter Crouch and Andros Townsend. But first, the former England winger Trevor Sinclair believes England legend Frank Lampard could still be a good option for Spurs. Hmm. And the 
final whistle goes, and it's another night of Europa League history for Wolverhampton Wanderers. But Nuno Espirito Santo wanders onto the pitch. He shakes the hands of his Wolves players. He takes the acclaim of the 2,000 travelling supporters high up in the West Stand. Wolves have got the job done tonight. Spurs can do far worse than Nuno Espirito Santo. I think yeah. he's what he's, he dragged uh, Wolves up from the Championship. He's got him into Europe. Um, he's made them into a stable Premier League club. They're playing good football. They attract good players because of the, the, the Mendes link. So I think I think that'd be a good appointment for Spurs if, if they wanted to do that. What is going on at Spurs? Well, you think the Nagelsmann, Rodgers, Ten Hag, Pochettino, Conti, Fonseca, uh, Gattuso... <laughs> Uh, You're six to one now. Huh? I, I, I don't want it either. You know what I mean? It's, he it's, don't want it either. It's, uh, it's a mess. It's, it is a mess, isn't it? It's a mess. I think if certainly if they lose Harry Kane, I do wonder where. You know, as a squad, um, you know, can they get back into the top four where they you know, cemented their place for for a little while? Uh, I'm not so sure. I think he's got a difficult task on his hands. I could see Nuno at Tottenham, yeah, and I think he'd, from what I've seen at, at Wolves, I've been fortunate enough to play his Wolves sides for the last few years and. They're a very well-drilled unit. He's got them playing good football. It's obviously not the managers. They get Jose Mourinho in and sack him a week before a final. I mean, it's an absolute joke what's going on. You bring Ryan Mason in, he does a decent job, but I think, seriously, he's not going to be uh, seriously um, thought of for the job. So then you look at managers around, and for me, I think Eddie Howe does a good job. I think he plays a a good Mm. style of football. I think he's got experience. It's not too far north, so that's not going to upset him. Um, but another one that I don't think has been mentioned much, and he has got connections to the football club, not so much for himself, but for his family, is Frank Lampard. Edge of the Peltier, plays the ball into Ashley Cole, Cole back to Lampard, Lampard scores from eight yards! It was so easy! Obviously, Harry's been manager there, Jamie's played at the football club, oh, Chelsea he's a Spurs. London lad, <laughs> yeah. he's a London lad. Listen, he didn't do that much wrong at Chelsea. With Jody no, Morris, no, no, but I think Jody Morris behind him. I don't think the, Frank the, will be the, going to Oh, the rivalry there is, is I, I, trying I, to hate I, each other. It's a, huge, it's a huge club. And uh, for me, the managers that they've been talking about have not been good enough. Surely, uh, Daniel Levy, when he said, right, I'm going to set Mourinho, there's, we've got to have a plan. And they must have had targets. They must have been tapping. It doesn't seem that it way. Always, does it? It, always work, it always works out when you, you're going to sack a manager. You'll be tapping up agents who look after managers and say, would he be interested uh, with the job? So that's why it's a little bit ludicrous what's happening. Now, staying with the managerial merry go round, and Rafa Benitez is edging closer to becoming the new Everton manager. He, of course, led Liverpool to the Champions League success in 2005 and was last managing in China. The former England striker Dean Ashton can't understand why he's being considered for the role. And some breaking news we can bring you on Talk Sport. Very interesting as well. We understand Rafa Benitez is on the brink of becoming Everton's manager. Not a huge Benitez fan, if I'm honest. I don't see how his style of play is going to excite the Everton supporters. Who would have fit the bill better? than Rafa Benitez, who knows that city like the back of his hand, understands how put down Everton fans have been and Everton as a football club have been, how much they've been in the shadow of Liverpool for so many years. So therefore, he, he's not going to take that job lightly. Just surely forks on England. I, haven't really, I know I, I know me back in my mind that Everton have, we haven't got a manager of Carlo going to uh, Real Madrid, but it's just my surely forks is just on England and be, being there for England, and that'll take care of itself, is it? 
normal. I've seen this described as the appointment that will divide a city, but Rafa Benitez edging ever closer to being named Everton manager. Years ago, he called them a, a, a small club. Fans don't forget things like that. I mean, how he's going to have to produce when he first goes in with the negativity that's going to be surrounded um, with, with him going in there. And what's he really done? What's he really done that warrants getting the, the Everton job in the last two, three, four years? For me, it wouldn't excite me, certainly, if I was a, if I was an Everton fan. What I can say from the fans that I spoke to um, is it's not exciting them. It's not getting them off the seat. They're not overly into it. But Rafa's got a fantastic rapport with the people on Merseyside. They've always baffled me, Everton. I always think they, they, they're going to do it this year. They're going to get in that top four. Yeah. They, they've got the back in. They've got the manager now. And they always seem to come short. Ten years ago, they were Liverpool you know, manager. And you know, what do you want the man to do? There's not many chances that you get to become a Premier League manager. Yeah. You know, and I know he's Rafa Benitez, but it's still a massive job. Everton mm. Football Club billionaire owner want to progress that's a huge chance for anyone to take that role you can't expect him to not want that he knows that he's got to deliver otherwise he's going to have everything thrown at him I can't think of anybody better to be honest with you on now to the Euros and the England goalkeeper Jordan Pickford and midfielder Declan Rice have both been speaking ahead of Tuesday's last 16 game with Germany a game of course which is live on Talk Sport and would you believe straight after from 8pm there is a four-hour sports bar. Yeah, four, taking your calls on the back of it. Anyway, Jordan Pickford says he wants to leave a legacy with the national side, while Rice has been plotting how to stop his opposite number, Tony Cruz, at Wembley. Transportiani is looking for O'Donnell at the back post. O'Donnell takes the shot, saved, and there's Shea Adams on the rebound. Fantastic save from Pickford. That's a world-class save by Jordan Pickford. He's kept England in it there. Everyone leaves a legacy. They just named three top English goalkeepers, and for me, it's just about keep performing for the the nation, uh, game in, game out, every time I get called upon, and just being the best version of myself I can be to give us the best opportunity to win football matches, and that's making saves, keeping clean sheets, and being able to give that chance for the, the strikers to go and score the goals. Taking it quickly into the near post, headed on by Bergen, a brilliant save by Neuer. His career is unbelievable, you know, probably been up there for one of the top three best goalkeepers for the last decade, and you just watch him and the sweeper keeper, he's, he's not shy, is he? He's, 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 bril- he's a brilliant goalkeeper, and it's, yeah, I love watching him on when when you get to see him on live on TV, so come Tuesday it'll be a, be a privilege to be playing against him. Germany will bring it forward again now with Kroos. Cross on the edge of the area, brilliant goal! He's world class, but I think for me and other midfield, other midfield players in our team, you know, we want to test ourselves against the best. Um, like you said there, you need to impose your game on him, you need to get up to the ball, you need to make it physical, make it hard and, and try stopping him do what he does best, which is spraying it around the pitch. For the first time since the 1966 World Cup, England get out of the group of a major tournament without conceding a single goal. Yeah, it's uh, obviously nice and hopefully keep more clean sheets in the coming days. But, you know, I've, it's nice for me to keep clean sheets, but it's not just me, it's the full 11 working hard and being determined to defend from the from Harry Kane. England, unspectacular, but effective. They got the job done tonight, beating the Czechs by a golden nil. I feel like some people, or most people, will overthink that too much. Um, you know, we was top of the group. We didn't concede a goal, uh, which, was, which was massive. And like I said... A lot of top sides conceded a lot of goals. Um, and if you want to carry on winning this tournament, if you want to go on to win this tournament, 
you know, you need to have zeros. You know, you need to stop the ball going in the back of the net. But of course, we need to flourish at the top end as well. We know they're a top side and we know the quality that uh, how, what Germany have. And it's about us being prepared to be the best we can be on that day. I think the main one for me growing up was the... Uh, the Lampard disallowed goal in 2010. Milner four for Defoe. Great turn, Defoe, edge of the penalty area. Lampard! Yes! It's in! Yes! It's oh, he hasn't given it! He hasn't it's given it! That's he in. hasn't given it! Unbelievable! That clearly went over the line! Like you said there, Germany, you know, at Wembley, it's going to be a massive game and we're all going to be really up for it. Now, staying with the Euros and the round of 16 kicks off with Wales against Denmark, a game you can hear live on TalkSport this afternoon from 5pm. Shortly, we'll hear from the head coach, Rob Page, but first, his captain, Gareth Bale, who thinks they're a completely different side to the team that lost to Denmark three years ago. So, Rob Page's team habitates with Amsterdam in the last 16. We're Wales, little old Wales, and just to even be here as a team is incredible. I think we'll just enjoy it because... You know, it might never happen again. Don't take me home. Please don't take me home. I just don't want to go to work. It feels different. Obviously, we don't have our fans in the stadium, which is which is disappointing. But, um, yeah, but all we can do is, when we get on the pitch, focus on ourselves, focus on on our game plan and, um, yeah, try and give the best account of ourselves. Shot goes in! <laughs> and Christiansen has just hit an absolute screamer! I think we can now talk about Denmark going through to the knockout stages. What a performance, what an atmosphere. The stadium's not going to be full, but uh, I know there's a lot of travelling Danish fans. I know there's a, a lot of, uh, of Dutch fans coming to watch the game, so hopefully they support us and not Wales. Make them for a shot, oh! and it's another goal! Joachim Mela, right-footed from the edge of the area, has smashed it in the back of the net. The Danes have a the last time we played them, we were maybe in a little bit of a transition um, where younger players were coming in. So, um, yeah, I think with with the time that's passed, we've we've got better with time. We've we've improved as a team. We're we're more comfortable with each other. So, yeah, I feel I feel that's the difference uh, from from then till now. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can we can prove that tomorrow on the pitch that they were a much better team. Absolutely immense from Kiefer Moore, and Wales are alive at UEFA Euro 2020. And Wales have done it! Wales have won this game by two goals to nil! What a victory! You know, if you if you go to the semi-finals in the last Euros, you have quality, and it's um, it's a very strong side. And with, as you said, with Gareth and with uh, Ramsey and and um, Daniel James, a big talent, uh, you know, with that kind of quality on top of it, it's um, it's just a great it's a great team and we have respect for this team for sure. This is another football game for us on Saturday. So, yeah, obviously the world have taken note of what's happened and the emotion involved in it, but we can't get involved in that now. It's, it's work as usual for us and uh, we've got a job to do and we want to go and finish it. And finally, the British and Irish Lions play their first game of the summer later today. They face Japan in Edinburgh, a game you can hear live on TalkSport 2, before flying to South Africa to take on the Springboks in three test matches. With, of course, every game live and exclusive on the TalkSport network. Shortly, we'll hear from Lions legend Sir Ian McGeekin. But first, here's the two Bryans, Habana and O'Driscoll, who have both been speaking to TalkSport this week. On far-flung pitches, playing with pride... A patchwork, four nations, fans cheering, 
one side. Beats one, beats two, and gets the ball to Sean O'Brien for one of the greatest tries ever scored. Foes in all black, the Wallabies in gold. On to South Africa, where glory behold. Legends Through Time stirs memories of glory. On to the next chapter in this enduring story. And those wearing the red of the British and Irish Lions raise their arms in celebration. They have won the series. It's in the rainbow nation of 36 warriors in red. Never a backward step in the challenge ahead. Now Dawson gets it back to Gascott. And Gascott kicks a drop and the Lions are in the lead. The time is now. These are your lions. We're not fixed in our in our thoughts in terms of you know we haven't got any preconceived um, ideas about the the test side at the moment. We're giving everyone an opportunity, and, and we want to see who puts a hand up and and, and makes a real impression. And players that play well, you know, we'll, we'll get that chance. And uh, you know, the doors never close for anyone. I think physically. Uh, playing South Africa in South Africa is is different. I just think the Lions in South Africa, there's a there is something special about it. It's going to be a very different type of team they're facing this Saturday than the ones that they're going to come up against uh, that when they tour <laughs> down to South Africa. You know the you know six forwards on the bench when you've got four locks in your twenty two, you know what's coming at you. So. There's good and bad to it, but nonetheless, I'm very excited because it'll whet the appetite for what's standout figures to to look out for um, in the coming weeks from a Lions perspective. You know, players bring different things out of each other when they when they start playing together at, at international level, and this is for rugby. This is international level plus one. You know, we have all been waiting with bated breath. South Africa has not played international rugby since that World Cup final. The respect they have for the badge and what it represents. I think they come together so easily and and there's a huge amount of respect amongst the players about what being a Lion is. It is the pinnacle of your rugby career and I know the guys are buzzing to get involved in it tomorrow. You know, there was talk of it, you know, happening in the UK, talk of it going to Australia. So in South Africa, we are just so excited to get the Springboks back playing and hopefully the on-field performances, you know, produces the fireworks that are going to be lacking with the fans not travelling. So that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Our Euros coverage continues today on TalkSport with Wales against Denmark, a massive game at 5pm, and then it's Italy against Austria at 8pm. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily podcast things out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. I'm back 10pm Monday night on my show, Andy Goldstein Sportsbar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Of course, with the fun boy taking your calls ahead of England against Germany on Tuesday. The game, of course, that's live on TalkSport. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.